Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. You had to be there, the performance rankings, a slight tangent, and the crappy quiz. Have you ever done therapy, Adrian? Specifically related to the crappy quiz, though. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. You're based in Andorra, not bad. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I still, mean, I still miss the old, you know, the green grass. <laughs> um, I, I love it in Andorra. The drivers, I think, thirty percent of the MotoGP field live in in, uh, in Andorra, so it's a it's a high octane country. Um, I've got the best of both worlds. I'm learning to ski at the moment. Uh, How's that going? Uh, it's tricky. The paddies <laughs> and, and the snow wouldn't be the May West, I'd say. But, um, I'm learning, uh, you know, and, and then in the summertime, you've got beautiful, you know, uh, golden sunshine nearly all summer long and. Warm temperatures is perfect for me for training, so I, I love it. Come back here as often as I can, uh, but I have to say it, it does feel like home to me. And just out of interest, do you get that same buzz of taking to the slopes in Andorra as you do, say, being out there in rallycross car, or are you still very much, once you're in the car, nothing can come close to that? <laughs> to be honest with you, the speed I'm going on the slopes now, I have the two skis <laughs> welded like this, and I'm doing about two miles an hour going down, so maybe ask me again, in, I was going to say six months, maybe six years' time I might be after improving a small bit, uh, but I, I enjoy it, and it's a great way of getting fit as well, and uh, we can do ski mo as well, which is where you put the put the rubber ends onto the skis, and you can actually climb up as well, so I use it for, for training, so... Uh, not quite the same with Russia, uh, Russia's rallying but uh, maybe maybe the future Desperately sad stuff it was owned in conversation with Craig Breen from a couple of years ago he had uh, joined us in OTBM over the years to talk about where he was at in his career and um Desperately sad news with his passing, and we wanted to mark it. And to do that, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line in sad circumstances by Art McCarrick, who's the sporting manager at Motorsport Ireland. Art, thanks a lot for taking the call this morning. Just when you watch back the video, it uh, just hammers home what a tragic event that occurred yesterday. Uh, it, it really does, and it's hard, hard to believe we're, we're talking about Craig Breen in the uh, in the past tense. Um, you know, he was our most successful, most talented, most decorated driver um, and uh, you know the, the whole motorsport community is, is really struggling to <clears throat> to come to terms with the news we got yesterday and a guy that um, like I you know I think there's an acceptance there is an acceptance from people who compete in a sport like that about the dangers that are involved but just the event itself is uh, equally so unthinkable it, it it really is, and you know, look at the the Croatian authorities and Hyundai will have to <clears throat> do the necessary in, investigations there. And, and really, at the moment, you know, um, our our thoughts and concerns are with, are with Greg's immediate family and, and his co-driver James Fulton, um, who thankfully um, got out of yesterday's accident unscathed, and um, just the sheer uh, outpouring of of grief um, among the Irish motorsport community and indeed the the wider sporting community um, has really been something to um, to behold. He was he was one of those uh, motorsport figures because of his his profile. He kind of um, transcended motorsport a little bit. Uh, people who didn't know anything about motorsport knew who he was, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's a tough day. Will you talk to us a little bit, Art, if you can, about who he was as well? I'm sure you would have had plenty of dealings with him over the years. The little bits that we would have chatted to him about, his crazy passion for motorsport across the board really lifted off the page. But will you talk to us a little bit about that and about who Craig Breen was as a person? Yeah. Um, so he, uh, his father was a, a former national rally champion. So Craig grew up around the uh, the sport and 
he started go-karting from the age of eight. Um, and after two years, he was the, the national junior champion. Um, and in 2008, he decided he would leave the karting, which was very talented with him. Once he was old enough to get his, his road traffic license, he, he went rallying. And his tra- trajectory, really, from 2008 was, was nothing short of spectacular. His first full year rallying in 2009, he was the Irish junior champion, Irish and UK Fiesta Sporting Champion, Billy Coleman Award winner, the, the youngest person ever to win that. The following year, he won the Pirelli Star Driver Global Shootout. 2011, he won the Academy section of the World Rally Championship that got a half a million euro prize at the time. Uh, 2012, he won the second tier of the World Rally Championship. And since 2013, effectively, he had been a full factory driver um, with Peugeot first, then with Citroën, then with Hyundai, then with Ford and, and tragically uh, back to Hyundai where, where it's all finished up. Um and his achievements, we'll talk about the, the man in, in a second. He won five European Rally Championship events, um, had nine World Rally Championship podium finishes, including six second place finishes. Um, no Irish driver has ever got close to that. Um, and, uh, I'm not sure they, they, they ever will. He was very close to getting on the, top step of the podium indeed he was, he was strongly fancied in, in Croatia he had a, a very good result in Sweden on, on his first round of the championship this year mm. w- with the new co-drivers um, but he loved um, motorsport um, and uh, loved <coughs> loved helping um, others kind of try and get the, the opportunities that, that he got um, in fact only this year he sponsored the um, the Junior 1000 uh, Rally Championship, which takes place in in the forests um, for drivers aged 14 to 18. And he put up um, 10,000 euro sponsorship money. Um, and as recently as three days ago, Tuesday, he attended um, uh, a tuition day for those drivers, 18 young drivers uh, in Galway. And um, they, didn't, they didn't even know he was going to come. And... Uh, Wow. Yeah, it was just he, uh, unbelievable. He was clearly very, very humble, Art, and, and, and such a role model to those young drivers. I even saw some uh, Instagram posts yesterday from the likes of Alex Dunn and, and, and even James Rowe, who's over in Indy, um, who clearly looked up to him. A lot of the Irish young drivers, in fact, all of the Irish young drivers did. Um, and, and even that interview with Owen that we played beforehand, like if you watch the full thing back on YouTube, you'll see he talks about his demons as well and some of the dark days over the last you know number of years and, and, and dealing with those and speaking to family and, and professional help as well. Um, so so it, he was clearly quite comfortable in that role model role and knew that maybe speaking out about the likes of that was, was crucially important as well. Yeah, um, you know, so many, and, and you probably speak to them a lot, um, so many top sports people there. They can kind of be a bit robotic in their answers sometimes, or a little bit guarded. Um, that certainly wasn't. Uh, that certainly wasn't Craig. Um, he uh, was always uh, very honest, but possibly sometimes um, uh, too honest. But it, it was always um, he, he couldn't hide who he was, and. Um, he was, you know, as, as we said yesterday in our statement, he was a he was a world class driver, but he was a, a world class person as well. Mm. Clearly, the the um, 
and if anyone who's seen Craig's Twitter bio, you'll have seen reference to, to Jaffa. And Gareth Roberts is a, is a Welsh co-driver known by uh, the name Jaffa. And I think it was in 2012 that, that um, Gareth Roberts was tragically killed in, a, in an eerily similar crash um, to, to, to yesterday's. And that, that was clearly something that, that had affected Craig quite, quite deeply, Art, as well. It was, and he spoke uh, very openly about that. I think it was that accident was was June um, twenty twelve. But I suppose if you wanted um, uh, a measure of the man, um, the first event Craig did after that accident was a, a small a small rally in Wales, and. Um, the the person who sat in as the co-driver was um, Gareth Roberts' brother, and um, it was um, it really was um, just a, a measure of the man that um, you know we all we all know the risks in the sport, but uh, it doesn't make it any easier on, on days like this. But the the fact that um, you know the, um, Gareth Roberts' brother um, sat in with Craig for his first event back um, that speaks volumes about. Uh, who he was and um, how he was respected. That speaks volumes, I think, doesn't it? Yeah, world class, as you said, Art, uh, world class driver and world class individual as well. And I was struck, Absolutely. you mentioned uh, Rally Sweden earlier, I was struck by mm. his words now that the clip was uh, doing the rounds yesterday, um, where he had said it's, it's an incredibly tough sport to get a seat in. And he was very open again about his ups and downs in relation to that. And he was obviously back and felt back and uh, had said, don't let anyone put you down, only you know your true potential. And. Um, mm. There, yeah. there are words that, that ring heavy today. Uh, absolutely. You know, there's there's less seats um, at the top of the World Rally Championship than there is in, in Formula One. You know, there's only three teams and um, not all of them run three cars. Um, Craig had done the deal with Hyundai this year to to share a third car with um, uh, Danny Sardo and the hope was that that would turn into another full-time seat um, next year. And um, he worked every second of every day to, to get back to the top. In fact, <clears throat> um, 20, late 2018, his, his contract with Citroën had finished. He didn't have a, a factory drive in himself and his co-driver at the time, Paul Nagel, um, pulled together um, sponsorship to do the, the Irish Tarmac Championship at home, which was always a dream <clears> that was Greg's to, to do, but um, he realised that he only had a a finite amount of time at the top level of the sport, so it was something he never really chased. But um, he annihilated um, the opposition here at home in 2019, and, and halfway through that season, um, Hyundai came knocking, and um, that was the the restart of of his career at the at the top level. And um, he, um, like I say, he was incredibly open about um, the difficulties and and the pressures of being. Um, uh, not only a professional top flight driver, but uh, the pressures have been a, a top flight sports person. Um, you know, he divided his time between the continent and Ireland, and would come back as much as as much as he could. Um, and even th- this year, you know, he competed competed in two events in Ireland in 2023, the the West Cork Rally, not that long ago, St Patrick's Weekend, and a, a very small navigation trial event in uh, County Cavan. Uh, which would be the home club of um, James Fulton, his his co-driver, um, just to try and you know build that relationship up with with James as a as a new co-driver for this year. And um, 
he um, he did so much outside of the sport too. You know, he was an ambassador for the, the Road Safety Authority in conjunction with our, with ourselves for you know, promoting the keep the race in its place message. And um, you know, I was I was just listening earlier on this morning. Those um, kids talking about um, playing GAA in front of Joe Biden and, and the buzz it gave them. I just couldn't stop thinking of. Of uh, Tuesday had just gone, where you know he wrapped up to the the tuition day, where um, his young drivers had an idea he was going to turn up, and um, it was uh, right up until the the, the very end. He uh, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest advocates for <clears throat> for Irish motorsport you'd ever meet. I, th- I think that's so important what you said there, Art, about the fact that he never he never forgot his roots. I know he was a Waterford man, and, and you listed off his achievements there earlier. And, and, and as as you say, it'll be very difficult for any Irish driver ever to to uh, match them, never mind surpass them. But the fact that he came home, as you said, to, to you know Irish tarmac championships, whether it be in, in Killarney or Donegal or wherever, or Cavan, as you say as well, that also speaks volumes because he didn't have to come home for those events. No, but um, he wanted to, and. Um he never um <clears throat> he never forgot what made him love the sport and that was you know the Irish uh, events here and um he knew that uh that that's what made him made him happiest i suppose when he was <clears throat> competing here it was stress free competing i suppose at the at the level he's at but um, he made a conscious effort in, in recent years especially to to come back here and and compete or even even spectate you know, you, you could see his head sticking out of a hedge at, at any corner of the country. Um, he uh, he got back whenever he could. And um, the fact then in later years he started giving back and, and mentoring young drivers um, was just a, a whole a whole different um, element because he was lucky enough he found himself in, in the position to do that. And, um, yeah, he didn't have to. No one asked him to. Um it was just something uh, he uh, wanted to do, and um, it he leaves behind um, uh, an amazing legacy, albeit uh, tragically cut short. Yeah, well, our thoughts are with the Motorsport Ireland community today, Art, and with his family and his friends, of course, as well. It's mm-hmm. often used, and we didn't want to let it pass without uh, reflecting on who who he was. So well, I know it was tough uh, for you to do that over the last 10 or 15 minutes, but we appreciate it. Thanks, William. No, absolutely. Thanks very much, guys. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.